Slay the Stars is a 5th edition actual play and is the brainchild of three friends with one goal, to share an epic story with people who want to listen. Content warning, uh, we do curse a bit, so if you're a child or that's not your thing, this might not be for you. We play by the rules, but we are not afraid to stretch them a bit for the sake of fun. And bad calls happen, and when they do, let's talk about it. Reach out on social media and start some discourse. We would love to hear from you, but please leave the negativity at the door. We want to form a community that's based in positivity and mutual enjoyment of this hobby that we all love. Now, let's begin our story. Welcome back. When we left off, Zem and Shar did some shopping and trading, found a disguise for Shar, and received a strange note directing them to a location in the gaming district. We're picking up there in their in-room. So, any final preparations before the two of you head out? I do want to take a minute to check out the arcane book that I obtained. All right. Zem, you flip through the book... And initially, you are a bit underwhelmed. Um, you see that there is clearly just the the workings of the alarm spell, which you know. Um, there is another first level spell there called Detect Magic, which you've seen other people use. You haven't included that in your own book yet. Um, Char seems to use this fairly frequently. Um, but it is a divination spell. You would be very familiar with this. It's just not in your spell book yet. Mm-hmm. However, you get a little further in and there is a spell that sticks out to you. It is called Mind Spike. Hmm. 
And so the book, it details what, what all it is. Yeah, it basically goes through um, the components, which MindSpike is only somatic. Um, and it tells you what it does, how long it lasts, everything like that. Holy shit. Sorry, just in case, before we start, uh, I am giving you, Zem, the Vigilant Blessing, which means if we start combat and you have to roll initiative, you have advantage on it. Okay. All right, so um, that is the main spell that really stands out to you. But you get towards the back of the book, the last few pages, and there is... Another spell there that's a, a little odd. The, the drawings and the theory behind how this spell is presented, it reads like a divination spell, but not any divination magic you've ever seen before. You know that it requires a pearl to cast, and it's called, it's called Fortune's Favor. You know that if you spent some time with this, you could probably get this into your spell book as well. Okay. Well, hot damn. That was worth the cost of admission either way. Probably. So I'm just going to be here, um, like, looking at this book and, like, I'm, I'm probably looking at it, like, and not because I don't understand it, but because I'm trying to, like, figure out the mechanics and, you know, the... For everybody listening at home, Zem has the book out in front of her. It's, like, turning it and tilting it and looking at it from different directions. Yeah. You, uh, good? Yeah, yeah. This is just how you study. <laughs> I'll remember that. <laughs> so? But I'm going to do that until you tell me, like, I can't breathe and we need to fucking go. That was his attempt at telling you that he can't <laughs> breathe and we need to fucking go. Okay. Okay. So you head out. Are you going directly to the address on the note? Yes. I'm not the plan guy. I'm the guy that follows the plan through, <laughs> even when the plan guy says we should not do that plan anymore. <laughs> All right. You make your way to the gaming district, and when you finally get to the cross street where this address is, and you turn down, you head just a little ways, and you see a large casino. And the outside is painted this, like, fiery red color. And... There are, like, large heart statues out front, and they have, like, these ever-burning torches that they keep lit all the time. And you see emblazoned hugely above it, it's called Amara's Adoration. Um... Um... Where's where's your symbol? Around my neck. If it's not tucked in between those uh 
the stuffings. Yeah, I got uh-huh. it. Yeah. It's, 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 that's where it is. Okay. All right. Let's fucking do it. <laughs> Let's do this. All right. You head in the front doors and you can see that this, this place is temple themed. The, the seating <laughs> looks like church pews. And the bar looks like an altar where you go up and pray for drinks. And there are, you know, gambling tables set up. And all of the people, all the people who are like running the games are wearing like priestly robes, like what Father Altair would yeah, wear. Yeah, you see Char go, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. And you can see that there are people of all genders walking around with trays of drinks and small finger foods and stuff like that. And they, however, are dressed in very revealing attire. Um, very uh, cropped shirts, booty shorts, things like that. Um, and, you know, I don't think she'd even be opposed to this. So I don't know how to feel about this. Yeah. And... I'm like choking back laughter. Like um near the altar where you order your drinks, there is a chalkboard where they keep track of the drinks of the day. And today there is apparently something called otherworldly pleasure that is the drink of the day. Um this is going to be a really fun time. <laughs> I'm less inclined but Fuck it. Let's go. All right. What are you guys doing first? I don't know. (laughs) Bar. All right. You head up to the bar and the bartender um, standing back there is a very young woman, probably like 20, 21 years old. She has long, very straight black hair that goes down to her mid back. Uh, She is dressed in one of the little skimpier outfits. And you can see like on her wrists and her neck and her ears, she has this jewelry that is all like yellow gold. At least it looks like yellow gold, could be fake. Um, But they all have pendants shaped like little flaming hearts. And now that you're a little closer to them, you can see that the symbol isn't quite Quite right. right. Um, But, you know, they're trying. They've got an aesthetic. She turns around and she sees the two of you and she's like, oh, hi, welcome. Uh, you guys are a little early. Um, the party hasn't quite started yet, but it's always a good time. And party. party. Uh, so um, I got. An, mm, I got a note. Oh, yeah. That was our advertising campaign. Um, we have some people. Uh, they slipped it in your pocket. Yeah, he almost got beat up. Oh, oh no. We didn't even think of that. Honestly, we we came up with this. Well, I didn't. You know, my boss did. Thought it'd be funny to do this sort of like, you know, marketing campaign where we, you know, slip notes into people's pockets and then they show up and it's it's kind of funny, I thought. There wasn't a time on it. Oh, no, no, it's just it's just to get to people. When I say I mean every day of the party here, honestly. It's just to get people to come to get their foot in the door. We know it can be a little shocking from the street, but um so um but we're early so the owner of this <laughs> well, it's, it's early in the day the owner of this establishment mm-hmm. who are they oh um what do you have a, a problem just no 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 not at all i think that this is um 
<laughs> um, fantastic. You shut your mouth. <laughs> um, just curious if they are a devotee. Oh, oh no, to, to like an actual god? Mm-hmm. Oh no, 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 no. Um, Mr. Friedrich, he uh he just thought this was this was funny. Um Okay. I I I understand. I get that. Um just just like I said, I was just just curious uh where he got the idea for the theme. Um I you know, I've I've never asked him. Um, but I have to tell you, um, everybody who comes in thinks it's, it's just hilarious. So what, um, what's he like to work for? Like, oh, he's, he's lovely. Honestly, he, uh, you know, he pays us well. He, I mean, all of our outfits, jewelry, stuff like that, he has it made and gives it to us so that we all sort of like match. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, so... Okay. Um the I don't know where to begin. So <laughs> drinks, drinks. Drinks? Let's yeah, what is the Oh, this? Um mm-hmm. it's something that we are sort of, you know, groundbreaking on. We're starting to serve drinks called shots. It's meant to be like a small amount of strong alcohol that you just drink like one fast drink instead of having to sit around with a whole mug of ale. Interesting. What is well, I mean, I guess then you could dance without having to worry about a cup. Exactly. That's idea. what we were thinking. Let's give it a try. Okay. Uh, both of you? Perfect. Sure. And so you see her turn around. She takes out two little shot glasses and lines them up. And she pours in just quick pour of some clear liquid. <laughs> Ever clear. <laughs> and then she pulls out. Um, in green. <laughs> <laughs> like a like a glass uh decanter of something and she pours it in and tops it off and this liquid looks like a little thicker um and it kind of sits on top of the the alcohol and the shots and she passes them over to the table and hands one to each of you and she says cheers let me know um if you like it i actually created this drink myself so do we we just knock it back or do we do anything i mean you can cheers with your friend and then just knock it back yeah down the hatch buddy okay clink <laughs> and chug yeah all right so do i die <laughs> no the the first hit you get is that thick um almost it's not quite syrupy it's a little thinner than that um liquid on top which is a pomegranate um reduction sort of drink um and then you get a little bit of that jet fuel in the end this like um it's it's not it's not like everclear it's more like a really strong cheap vodka this is clearly something that they have just imported from somewhere or have just started trying to got make. it pomegranate jet fuel got it yeah pomegranate jet fuel but i mean all things considered it tastes pretty good Whew. wow what did that's, you think that's good that's <laughs> that's don't mind her. She's not used to the corset. Uh, uh, I mean, none of us are, right. honestly, honey. It's terrible. I um, I might have tightened it a little bit. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. No, this was this was good. Let another one. Uh, yeah, sure. All right, you. Sure. All right. Listen. She turns around. I'm sure we're not feeling it yet, and this is brand new, so we would not know any better. 
Uh, so she turns around. She mixes up two more. Kind of puts them down in front of you. Clink. Drink. <laughs> yeah, why not? She looks at you both and she says, Now, I would recommend maybe seeing how those two sit with you before you drink another one. Really? I, but I feel fine. Give it, like, 20 minutes. But it literally was... I mean, like, I have, like, a whole thing of... Yeah, I'm sure it's fine. Uh, it's much stronger than, like, an ale or a beer. Okay. Okay. Right. A third note. <laughs> so what else... Um, what else do you have here? Uh, I mean, we have wine. We have beer. We have ale. We we have, you know, what I'm mixing to make this shot. But I wouldn't recommend drinking that straight. It's um, it's a lot. Okay. Um, like, is there music playing and stuff like that? Uh, there is light music playing right now. Um, there is a man who is sitting at a piano just sort of playing, like, light music in the background. No bards, no big performances or anything going on at the moment. Okay, and um, who else, like, what other patrons are there? You see that at a couple of the gambling tables, there are some people sitting there playing some dice or card games. And uh, at some of the pews, you see that there's, like, three or four people who have congregated and are just talking and eating some of the little finger sandwiches um, but it's it's not really crazy happening right now. It's probably like, you know, early afternoon at this point. So Okay. Um, so if we were gonna go to one of the casinos, like which one do you think we should go to? I mean, aside from this one. Yes. Um Well I mean, and she's looking back and forth at the two of you, and she sees the cloak that you're wearing. Hmm. It looks like you might have, you know, a little bit of money. So if that's the case, you could always try to get into the prism, but it's, you know, they don't, they don't let just anybody in there. And, you know, the stakes are much higher if you get what I'm saying at the tables, but it is beautiful inside. Have you been in there? Oh, I've been in there a couple times. Yes. But, um, only ever as a date of one of the, the high rollers, never, never on my own. I, I could not afford it. I understand that. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, I think we need to go um, down to the murky knot. So we'll we'll probably what? It was just a really quick. I'm just picking something up for my boss, and then. I uh, why would they send the two of you there? Uh, that's a horrible idea. You should just pay a courier to go get it for you, whatever it is. Mm, my boss was pretty um, insistent. Uh, it it it'll just be really quick. Um, but I think we'll be back. This was this is nice. Is, out of curiosity, is there a courier here to go down to the Murky Knot? I I mean we we do have some in our employ. We I'm sure we could. If you have coin, you could pay one of them. Because it's it's not quite that time yet, right? We still got a little bit. Yeah, I mean I think we are pretty early. I was just get, trying to get us an out if we wanted to like. Okay. Because if there aren't really any patrons here, I mean, we we left kind of early. So, like, what are we going to do? Oh, I have no idea. You could play some of the games. She does say, oh, um, but I would avoid the Azure Coast. Uh, they had a break-in 
last night somebody broke into their vault. Um, so they are actually not running any games today. And it is it is a show. Um, it's, it's bad. It's bad. We don't have a lot of, you know, big heists in in Ocean Guard. Most of these places are well guarded and well protected. We're all a little shocked and a little concerned. Mm. Okay. Well, um, I guess since we have to wait anyway, maybe we should play some games. What do you think? It's fine. All right. Um, what are the games that you have here? Oh, well, I mean, if you've never really gambled before, I would recommend just starting with um, Fortuna's Favor. Okay. I mean, I, I've gambled, but not like this. Yeah, sir. I mean, that's that's the easiest game. You're really just placing a couple bets and seeing how how the die is cast. Um, that would be that would be the easiest. Okay. Yeah, let's go check that out. Thank you. Of course. And make sure you say bye before you leave. Okay, we will. Thank you. Do we know her name? Nope. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, you walk over to some of the gaming tables and you see what you're assuming is the Fortuna's Favor game that is currently running. There are four people, plus the, what we'll call the dealer, there, and... They wait and everybody goes around and places their bets and says what they're betting on. And then this guy takes this big dice. It's a D20. It's large, like bowling ball size. And he just like tosses it on the table and it lands on a side. And so, for instance, if somebody was making a bet, they could either bet on the number that's going to come up. Mm -hmm. And if they get the number correct, they will get quadruple their money back. Or they can just bet on whether it's going to be odd or even. And if they get that correct, they get double their money back. Interesting. Is there a minimum bet? The minimum bet is one silver piece. So, are you approaching the table? And if so, what are you betting on? And what are you betting? We're going to bet... Wait, I'm going to do it this way. We should each bet. We should start small on whatever number you want. So we're going number first? I am. Okay, I guess. Or do you want to do even? You do whatever you want. I'm going with a number, but I'm going to do two silver. Okay, so I'll go two silver on a odd. Okay, Shar's going two silver odd. Zem's going because he's still not two sure. Two silver how this nine because three of my dice rolled me a nine. Because Shar is confused and he's not sure what's happening. All right. Wait, no. I said odd. Odd. Yeah, you said odd. Okay. All right. You hear a couple other people making bets around the table. When everybody's done discussing, the dealer tosses the dice. Twenty. Eighteen. You both lose. I mean, that was technically two nines, but whatever. <laughs> the dealer just, like, swings out his little hook and grabs the silver pieces and pushes them into a little bin next to him. Any more bets? Um, four silver. Odd. Four silver. Fourteen. All right. Again, there's a round of betting, and 
It's a six. You both lost. <laughs> uh, eight silver, odd. <laughs> eight silver, 17. All right. Another round. 13. So Char makes it. Sam loses. 16 silver pieces. Okay. 10 silver. So a gold. So a gold. Mm -hmm. Okay. One golden piece. Odd. <laughs> 13. Be a 13. It's a five. <laughs> so two gold. Odd. Two gold. Ten. <laughs> You're not giving Char anything. Time out. <laughs> I knew better. And I still fucked it up, so this is on me. <laughs> um, However, if you had said something, which you clearly did not. Are you warning him or no? I don't know. Like, because I don't know that I... The whole time, he's been calling his bet first. True. And I'm I literally playing this game like I play blackjack, which is <laughs> I do not intend to walk away with more than I lost. Here's the problem. I don't know what... Um, like, so poor tense... It's not like there's a number I can share. You right. know what I mean? It's like, just change. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. I guess not. Okay. So I'm already going to mark mine as a loss. So, uh, Zem. There's a moment where you feel like... So the, the dealer tosses the dice... And you feel like the whole world has slowed down and you see it rolling over to that 14 and you just give it a nudge over to that 10 side. And you look around, like all of a sudden time is like back to where it should be and nobody seems any wiser for it. And it's a 10. Char, you lost. Yeah. Zem. <laughs> 8G <laughs> So, are you guys done? Are you going to continue? So the pieces down. Are the drinks hitting us yet? Roll me constitution saves both of you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. That's not good. That's a nat 1. <laughs> That's a nat 1. That's not great. Okay. Um Zamira your head, that moment when the the dice rolls over and you're having that sort of like out-of-body experience, you assume it's because you're having like a premonition, but then that feeling never really totally dissipates and your head feels a little floaty. You've been you've been tipsy before, mm -hmm. so you understand what this is, but you're kind of like shocked at how quickly this came on and how strong it feels after only drinking two drinks of alcohol, basically. Yeah. Sure. 
you're not a big drinker. Um, and you're not sure if it's because you just lost a decent amount of money or if it's the alcohol. I only but, lost eight silver pieces. Whatever. Uh, but you, um, you're starting to feel sick. <clears throat> your, your head's a little floaty and you're starting to feel a little sick. You're not throwing up or anything, but like, you don't, you do not feel good. Four silver pieces. Odd. Uh, <laughs> um you, you okay everything's spinning why is everything spinning <laughs> just let go and enjoy it no. the room isn't spinning it's more going like this and i'm i'm like wait. stop moving your head that way it, it makes me feel I'm, <laughs> I'm like waving my arms like some kind of weird dance okay are you making a bet um i did say four silver yeah I'm going to say no. I'm now distracted by the, like, whatever. Okay. It is a seven. Sure. You win that one. I have broken even, people. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm going to float dance my way back to the bar. I'm going to be like, that stuff is good. I, I told you. It's pretty fun. Yeah. I would like another one. And I would like you to do one, too. I am actually not allowed to drink while I'm working. Boo! I know, I know, I know. It's a silly rule. But I also have the rest. I have to work here, like, all night. I just got here. So if I started drinking now, (laughs) that could be bad. Um, But tell you what. That's fair. I'll give you one more. Um, One for your friend as well, or? Uh No, she Uh doesn't want any more. Okay. And that came out specifically like that. (laughs) Okay. Uh, She doesn't seem to notice. She goes and gets another shot glass and she mixes you up a drink. Um, Roll me a perception check at disadvantage because you're drunk. Eight. Okay. She brings it over to you and hands it to you. And knock it back. All right. You do that. And she's just like, I honestly, you are a very small girl to be consuming this much, this much alcohol. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and she looks over towards where Char is um, still seated at the table. Uh, and Char is looking a little ill, kind of like, and she's like, um... And she's like, here, hold on. And she turns around, she gets a glass, and she pours some water into it. She's like, I think your friend could use this. He's just staring at the numbers. (laughs) (laughs) I, the urge that I just had to turn around and throw the drink in your face was so strong. (laughs) Why didn't you? You're drunk. Um, Your inhibitions are gone. I'm, well, that's because that was a gen urge. (laughs) (laughs) That makes more sense. Um, so I'm going to bring the water over to you and I'm going to say, here, drink this. And then I'm going to take the ends of my new gorgeous cloak and I'm going to go over and like, <laughs> I'm going to go dance in front of the piano man. <laughs> and that's going to be very like Phoebe from Friends. Yes. Yeah. We have gone yeah. south. So quick. Roll me a performance check with disadvantage because you're drunk. <laughs> or with advantage because I'm drunk. That's true. That's true. It could be both. 
Um, performance. Two silver on odd. <laughs> He's just gonna be yeah. eyes closed at this point, fairy. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, for being pretty drunk, you're the dance. I mean, you're you're keeping rhythm. You don't yeah. look ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure that I look a little ridiculous, but I'm not like I'm not trying to like do anything. I'm just, you know, having yeah. I'm enjoying myself. Yeah, certainly. Certainly. Uh Char, what are you doing? Two silver on odd. <laughs> just drunk. <laughs> All right. Ooh, water. You start drinking the water. Another bet goes by. It is a two. Four. Same one. All right. 17 you won that one um zem i need you to make me another constitution saving throw Ooh. um 22 all right yeah that other shot does not seem to be pushing you over the edge you're you know you're still tipsy you're still having a good time but you're holding your your liquor well sure how long are you going to sit here and continue to gamble I don't know. <laughs> I don't think Char has ever been drunk as an entire in his entire life. Yeah, yeah, no. Zem, you've been dancing for a little bit, and you notice Char is just sitting over there gambling. You have no way of knowing how much he's won or lost at this point in time, but he's just like, he has the look that Arthur has on his face right now. His eyes are too wide, and he's just staring <laughs> down at the table. Yeah. Um. So... I'm going to give the piano man. I'm actually, is it a man? Yes, it is a man. Okay. I'm going to give him um, two silver pieces for his performance. (laughs) And then I'm going to go over to, I'm going to stop dancing. Um, And then I'm going to go over to Char and just going to say, how's it going over here? Good. I'm... Gold on, yeah, uh, odd, odd. A gold on odd. That's uh, a four. You lost the gold. Damn it. <laughs> um. So let's wrap it up. We should probably go. You're right. Two on odd. No, 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 no. <laughs> did, did you actually get oh, the yeah, money? Okay. That's a fourteen. <laughs> no, no, no. There's other games. Let's tr- check out another game. There's other games. Right? There's there are other games. Let yep, yep, yep. Next. <laughs> okay. So the yes, next he, dude, he not won. I'm sorry. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> next game. Oh, okay. Okay, we're going I I thought you were gonna try to steer him out of the casino. because oh, I'm tipsy as well. That's true, that's true, that's true. What makes sense to me is we stop playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. You head over to the other table. And at this table, there are only two people seated playing against the dealer. And the way this game works is it's basically like blackjack. You play with D10s. You start with two D10s. The goal is to get as close to 21 without going over by adding additional D10s. If you go over 21, you lose. (laughs) The dealer's job is to beat all of you. If you win, you double your money. If you lose, you lose it. Makes sense? Mm-hmm. What's the minimum? The minimum here is one silver piece. 
Oh, if you ever roll 5d10s, you also, uh, it's an automatic, automatic, what's the word? Blackjack. Bring it. Are you guys betting? Yes. Sure. How much are you betting? Let's start with the minimum. <laughs> One. Silver thieves. Okay. Each bet one silver piece. So, Zem, you go first. That's a 16. It is a 16. And then we're going to do 26. Oh, Zem loses her silver piece. Char. It's a one and a two. <laughs> a 10, so 13. Do I have another one? You should percentile. Fourteen. Jesus. If you one roll more. one more. Two. All right. Automatic blackjack for Char, which means that the dealer has to get a blackjack or lose. Uh, that's six. That's 15. Not looking good. They wow. lost. Char, you double your money. Yay. To a silver piece victory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and Char, roll me a constitution save. Shit biscuits. Let's see how you're feeling. You too, Zem. I'm feeling great. Not one and a nat 20. Char, the moment you win that nat 20. Hand... <laughs> <laughs> so the moment... So Zem, you are feeling a little tipsy, um... And you lose, and you're like, oh. And then, Char, you win. And that moment of like, oh, I won. And then the two of you sort of like celebrate with each other, and that adrenaline just somehow overcomes Burned the it all off. Burned it off. <laughs> and you're both feeling better. You no longer feel like you're going to hurl. What is happening right now? This place is wild. Char now realizes all of his money is gone. <laughs> Why am I down three gold pieces? <laughs> I tried to get you to leave that other table. What other table? <laughs> <laughs> you really cannot hold your alcohol. All right. Are you guys in for the next hand? In. Yeah, I'll play one more. All right. How much are you betting? Four silver pieces. Four silver pieces. Gotcha. Okay. I guess I'm betting four silver pieces. Okay. I'll stay. Staying at 18? I'm going to stay at 18. Sure. 20. Staying at a 20. Oh, All right. No, Dealer's turn. That is a 19. <laughs> That's a five. Dealer busts. A gold victory. Silver, not not gold. Six silver pieces. <laughs> Sam's going one more. All right. Fuck. What is that? A six. Six. Sixteen. Which one of you is going to betray me? <laughs> <laughs> that one. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm sorry. No, you're not. Don't lie. Womp, womp. Womp, womp, womp. I'm really good at this game in certain scenarios. <laughs> uh, before you leave, you do have to settle your tab with the bartender. I mean, are we leaving? 
Well, I mean, I just, I didn't Are know. We gonna, I figured we... that had been at least like an hour. <laughs> at least. Yeah, I mean, you guys Maybe have played two. quite a few rounds. It's been... like, you danced, I drank and gambled, and then we played another gambling game. Yeah, it's been a while. You guys, it's probably closer to like four o'clock now. Was there anything else that we can do here? Is there another game or was it just the two? Those are the two games that are running right now. There are probably more games later whenever it gets to be more crowded, but... Well, let's um, let's go pick up our stuff and then come back and play more or go to another one and play. Okay. I just feel very much like a heathen in this <laughs> establishment. I feel like I should go back and change into my black dress. <laughs> All right. Um, when you go up to settle the tab uh she's oh okay um you had five total shots so that would be at five i had three. Oh, you had two um let's just call it a gold and a half so we made two gold pieces here tonight mm-hmm. there you go so after all the said after all the shots and all the gambling you guys walk out of the casino two gold in your favor the bartender says uh it was you guys are wonderful congratulations on winning most of the people who come in here do not uh end up winners so um great hopefully we'll see you see you all back thanks yeah this was fun um beginner's luck i guess thank you all right um and you guys head out are you going to the silk arch now we'd almost have to right the silk arch no 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 i'm sorry uh murky Oh yeah, yeah. I thought I thought you guys were going to the Silk Arch first to sell the rest of your incense or something. Weren't you doing that? Oh, we might have forgotten too. I don't think that we should sell it in the Silk Arch because I feel like we'll it's going to get back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, so and I try to find another buyer. I honestly think we should just hang onto it until we can figure out. If, uh, I'm thinking like another location entirely. That's fair. Or we use it. I mean, like, whatever. But I don't think we should try to sell the rest of what we have here. Also, because I don't want to piss that guy off because he said the lot. And I was like, over 500 and then so, gave him 600. Just for the record, then, we more. did leave what we don't owe him back in the hotel or the. the oh, tower, I don't have. Right? Yeah, correct. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I guess we're heading back. I will stay back, I guess, a little bit. Because if you walked in. Yeah. With me the first time and yeah. then walked in with a similarly jawed looking female. Before we get there though, so I guess probably now, since we're right on the cusp anyway, um, I am going to cast um what's it called? Mage armor on myself. Okay. Isn't that noticeable? Is it? I mean when the spell first goes off it's noticeable. But I mean you are also going to walk right past your room, so you can also just stop, cast it, leave, or walk, step into an alley, cast it, walk out. It's if if we if there's an alley that I don't have to go up to the room that I can step into and be shielded by it. Like I know up. there's one alley we can go into. I mean, the, guy, the one with the old guy. Let's see what's going on in there. Just a drunk guy pissing. Maybe instead right. of mage armor, I'll do shield. Shield is a reaction spell. Yes, it is. That's right. And you shouldn't cast it unless you really need to. 
Um, yes. So then I'll do in the let's go to the old guy alley and see if he did. Then you can catch me, cast mage armor. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you are walking down the street in the gaming district, making your way towards the murky knot, you see first you hear shouting, make way, make way. And you see that there are four heavily armed guards. These are not like the city guards that you've been dealing with or the thugs that have been chasing you. These men are wearing plate armor, carrying long swords. Um, and there's four in the front. And directly behind them, there is a coach being drawn with the door shut. And there are... The, these men in front are yelling people to get out of the way. And the people who don't move fast enough, young, old, male, female, doesn't matter. They're just getting shoved out of the way, roughly, as this coach is making its way down the street. Um, can I see if there are any markings on any of them? Like, whether it's the cart or it's the horses or it's the um, guards themselves. Like, are there any emblems? Same. Sure. Um, so what you would notice immediately is that the men who are yelling are elves, elvish. Um, the design on the coach is very uh, like gold filigree, swoopy, um, floral in design. The colors are, um, they're bright, but they're more like foresty tones, like greens and browns and some little black trim. Everything is perfect and beautiful. Um, you can both make me history checks, though, to see what else you understand beyond that. Guidance on her. All right, let's see. History nine plus zero. All right. As the coach is sort of rumbling past and you both step out of the way quickly to keep from getting like kicked out of the side, um, you see a man sitting in the back and he has long pointed ears like an elf. And you only get the briefest glimpse through the window as as it's going past. He has like short cropped brown hair. Uh, and he turns and he makes eye contact with you for a second. There's no moment of realization or anything like that. He's just glancing at the people. Uh, he has a stern look on his face. And immediately in your mind, you think, I bet, bet that's Silferen Keftal. S-Y-L-F-A-R-E-N. Last name Keftal. K-E-T-H-T-A-H-L. He is one of the Imperial Council member members who was elected to represent the elves from Annenfell. And it's a little surprising to see him here in Ocean Guard. Council members would generally not be found here, and especially not him, from what you understand. Would we have any idea... Um, 
would he not be here because of like a snobbery with elves mingling with people or would he not be here for moral reasons it would be moral reasons the council members would not want to be tied to really any of the goings on of okay, ocean guard no council members not just him yeah yeah I, so him especially he has a reputation for being quite snobbish um but none of the council members in general would also want to be tied to whatever's happening in Ocean Guard. Um, well, you said he represented the elves from where? Annenfell. Okay. Pretty far north. Yes. But it would make sense for him to be, I mean, it would make sense for him to be in Saltspire for council meetings. Um, not so much here. So should be in Saltspire, not Ocean Guard. Can we see which direction he's heading? Like if we see if they're taking a turn somewhere. He, their coach is currently heading. Uh, towards, like, where High Point and the Silk Arches they could be leaving town entirely. Uh, it's hard to say. You guys are sort of crossing in opposite directions. Wait. So you're heading, like, east yeah, towards so, the Murky Knot. Right. So if I'm looking at the map, though. Yes. So he's coming from the Murky Knot going towards the Silk Arch. Presumably. I mean, you guys haven't left the gaming district yet. Oh, so oh okay. He, so we're still in the gaming district. Yeah, yeah. You're still in the gaming district. He could have been... Anywhere there, maybe even the high roller district, it's hard to say. But you're heading in opposite directions. Is there any murmurings going on around us, like of people? Yes. Uh, there, mostly it's a grumbling about the way people are being treated. Uh, and things like, oh, I think they all think they're better than us, you know, just because they're on the council or, uh, you know, things like that. Too good to walk like the rest of us. You know, did you see them push that old lady? You know. Okay. So nothing like, like off. No. Filter. Okay. So I, it's not that I would, like, I'm not, I don't know how to say this. Would any of the guards have been distracted by a pretty face? Or are they very much about their business? They do not seem like the type of guards who would be easily distracted. Okay. Because, um, like, I wasn't going to try. I just wanted to know, like, do they look corruptible or do they look like they're very, like, honorable? It's, it's hard to tell at just a glance. Correct. But they they seem to have, I mean, they're literally shoving old ladies and children just, like, down roughly in the street. They don't seem to have any qualms about doing that sort of stuff <clears throat> in the line of duty. So that leads you to believe that they're probably pretty dedicated okay. to their jobs. Do we know of any... I guess, the, do we know of any council members in general and who they were and who they'd be from, I guess? like, Would I specifically? Probably not. Probably not. Um, I mean, as far as who is on the council, there are elections for certain seats. Um, and so during those times, during those elections, the people running... Uh, this is very much a Roman-type election system where they will attempt to buy votes by bringing carnivals and things like that into town, paid for by whoever is running to try to garner votes from the general populace. Let me rephrase the question. Has he been a longtime sitting member of the council or is he newer? No, he is actually pretty new. He was only elected during the – so the last – person who was in the elvish seat on the council passed away he was very elderly was presumed just 
old age. He had been on the council for like a hundred years. It was a very long time. So it's been the last couple of years. Yes. But I mean, it hasn't even been that long. It hasn't even been an entire year since he was elected. Okay. But he passes, the coach passes, people dust themselves off, get back to their goings on. And the two of you head towards the murky knot. You're heading straight for the alley where you saw the guards take the old man. Mm-hmm. I am. I don't know about them. Yes. Okay. You get into this alley and you can see that it is the buildings that are there sort of create a dead end. There's two large buildings on either side and there's another building on the far back, but it's like the back side of a building. So there's no door there or anything. It's just a straight flat space. Um, I would like for either of you who are looking around to figure out what happened to roll investigation checks. Do you want to roll that one? Sure. Guidance on her. Are you assisting? Yeah, I can assist. I'm not, I'm not going to roll. I'm okay, so advantage D4. Not 20, bitch. I see that. I see that. Uh, so, as the two of you are looking around... You notice that there are some drops of blood on the ground towards the back of the alley. Uh, You also find what looks to be uh, some bits of teeth, maybe, on the ground. Somebody had a couple teeth knocked out. But there's no body, nothing like that. I'm going to pick up the teeth. Okay, you find three teeth. Three human teeth. You said towards the back of the alley, so there's not... It doesn't, like, exit anywhere. It's just, like... Nope, it just ends. It doesn't seem like there's any... doesn't seem, like, scalable. No. Wall. No. It's just buildings. No. Not for the average person, this would not be scalable. Push on it. The wall? Okay. I push on the wall. Just to be sure. Start feeling around, pushing the wall. Seems to be just a regular wall. So if we look up, are there like balconies and windows? There's some windows, no balconies. And the windows do have bars or shutters on them. But it doesn't look like anybody's like out and about or looking out, right? No, not that you guys see. All right, I'm going to I'm going to cast my um, major armor. Okay, you cast me armor. There's a slight glow, and then it sort of absorbs into your body. You are mage armored. How's your moth looking? Like a moth? No, I mean, is it, like, hanging around? Did we hide it? I never asked. Oh, okay, so when she's about, but, like, not actively doing stuff, she hangs out in my hair. Oh, okay. Cool. All right. Are you heading over to the table, the stall, to get your bag? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So you head over to the stand. Uh, Still there. He didn't cheat you. Uh, As you walk up, he's like, ah, perfect timing, actually. The the courier just got back. Um, And he pulls out 
from next to him, a bag. It looks like a messenger bag. Uh, like a thick, heavy canvas. Slides it over to you. Uh, I believe you owe me the rest of what was what was agreed upon. You give him the rest of the incense. Mm-hmm. Yes. He takes it, gives you the bag, and he's like, it's worked out well for both of us, I think. Yeah, I, I can live with this trade. Perfect. Um, well, if you need anything else, please come back. I do love making deals. Um, I do want to look at his table. Is there anything else on the table that might catch my eye? No. As a matter of fact, he has the exact same trinkets laid out in the exact same pattern. Not a lot of business? Oh, um, quite a bit, actually. You already unload those? No. (laughs) But I will. Is there anybody watching us at all? As we're walking through the alleys. Perception check. You have anything new to show me? No, unfortunately, I don't. But as, if there's something that you're looking for in particular, I can keep my eyes open. I'm always interested in peculiar new things. Well, what's your name, dear? Panic. <laughs> Just cross Jen's face. <laughs> um... Elizabeth. All right. Well, Elizabeth, I am going to keep my eyes open for anything that I think might interest you. Um, And do you have a home near here or somewhere where I can send a message for you if I find something? Um, When I'm in town, I stay over at the Queen's Rest. You can contact. Jeff? Jeff. Like I think it's Jim. You can contact Jeff. Um, he knows how to get a hold of me. Well, perfect. I will do exactly that. And if I find anything uh, that I think suits you, I'll be sure to do so. Lovely. Thank you. Pleasure doing business. Same. 14. 14. Uh, Char, you've kept your eyes open and... When you came out of the alley, a few people sort of turned and looked and noticed you, but didn't uh, do or say anything. You've kept a distinct eye on any of the armed city guards that you've seen around. None of them seem to be acting differently towards you or anything out of the way. You seem to be okay so far. So I'm... I'm not going to loiter because I don't want my shit stolen. Um, But I do want to see, like, on my way back out, I'm going to glance around at the other tables and just see if, like, if there's anything that would suit my tastes. Like, you know, I don't don't care so much about regular trinkets or necklaces or pretty things like that. But, like, any odd, unusual, like, anything like that. That's what I'm looking for. Okay. The only thing that you notice in that way is there is a stall being run by a very old elvish man. Uh, He's sort of hunched over and his hair is still like this really 
pretty honey blonde, but it's sort of like cottony and wire. You know how people's hair can get like that whenever they're older. Um, and at his table, he has, it, it reminds you of something that Mila would really enjoy. There's a lot of weird oddities, like some animal skulls and bones and um, weird, not weird, but like, like ornate pewter chalices and things like that. Hmm. I want to go over and look at the bones. Okay. You step up and he's like, ah, well, uh, I see you have an eye. I scavenge a lot of these things myself, but I haven't been able to do quite a bit of field work as of, as of late. I've felt a little under the weather. Oh, I'm, so, I'm sorry to hear that. Oh, no, no, it happens. It happens when you're when you're older. Um, please, please look around. Let me know if you see anything that you like. Um, and then when you look down at the table, you can see that there are there's stuff that you would expect. There's like there's like a bat skeleton. That's kind of cool. There's like a chicken uh, things that are kind of common. But you also see some some things that are like a little more exotic. There's like a monkey, a rhino horn, or th things like that. But the thing that you you notice that sort of like stands out to you is something that looks like a cross between like a fish and a monkey. Okay. Um fish and a monkey with the shit it's kind of like the top half of a monkey and the bottom half of a fish <laughs> a mer monkey mm -hmm. oh my god yes um is this a a creation of yours uh no no i uh, that is a, a real creature ends inside check, Roll inside check. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck um Seven. Uh, he he doesn't seem to be lying to you. He's like, I, I found this exactly the way that it is. Uh, it, you know, it washed up on shore. I found it when I was out, uh, you know, hunting for shells and other things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, there are oddities in the ocean that we don't know about. I don't doubt that for a second, actually. The ocean's a scary place. The ocean is terrifying. <laughs> okay. Um, well, I don't think I'm in the market for a monkey fish today. Oh, I mean, it's a it's a one of a kind piece, but I, that's fine, I, I suppose. If you're, it's a one of a kind fish. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to know how this came to be. Um, I am. I am. I am interested in some of these smaller bones, though. Okay. Uh, what kind of creatures do we have here? Oh, well, and he starts to kind of sort them. And, I mean, these bones just look like bones. And the fact that he seems so sure about which bones go to which creature tells you one of two things. One, he's really creepy. <laughs> or two, he's lying. But he starts sorting them. He's like, ah, this is uh, this is the uh, right femur of a of a of a monkey. And he kind of he's like, this 
This is a chicken bone. He <laughs> slides it over. Uh, oh, see how this one is long and thin? It's the bones from the top of a bat. And he like kind of puts that over. And he's like, oh, but this, this is a small sparrow skull. And he starts sliding it over. He, he go, he'll go through all the bones with you one by one. Um, okay, so are there any bones that look like um, kind of rectangular? Like with four sides. I'm looking for four. And they don't have to be sharp. They just need to be, like, four obvious sides. Looking for some knuckle bones? Kind of, yeah. Uh, well, you don't see anything like that out and about. You would have to ask for that directly. Out in the boot. Um, do you have any knuckle bones? Like, like from a person? And the way he asks that, he doesn't look... He looks like he's like sort of like like people bones, or a monkey. You know, might be a little close to us, but I mean, their their bones are very small, though. Should you need bigger ones? Like if I wanted to carve something on it, something that sized. I might have what you're looking for, but it'd be expensive to have something like that. Well, how expensive are we talking? I mean, how many do you need? Four. It's not even a whole hand. Two gold. Unexpectedly have two gold. Okay. Or at the beginning of the uh, recording session when you said, <laughs> don't pay full price that they give you the price for. <laughs> yeah. I have only I have only made that sin once. He, uh, he... <laughs> Gets in his pocket and he pulls out a pouch. I thought he was going to reach for his hands. He'll hold out his hand. He reaches out. He, he pulls out a bag and you can hear like the, the clinking together of small bones. And he dumps five out into his hand. And he hurried up and puts another one like back and ties it and puts it on his pocket. Wait a minute. I want to, I want to pick the ones out of your stash. Um, <clears throat> Miss, we should not have an entire uh, a bag of bones just like dumped on. Not these bones. Not these bones, ma'am. Not these bones. Sure, I was going to wave from the corner. <laughs> I can be quick. Roll me a persuasion check. Oh, don't fuck me over. You should talk down the places. You don't get to trick them. 16. <laughs> He looks around to see if there are any guards paying attention. He's like, well, what we have here? And he starts to slide them over and he takes his bag and he dumps it on the table very quickly. One, two, three, four. And then he just, uh, yes, that is actually uh, the right tibia of a kinkajou. That is very interesting. Very exotic. Very exotic. Uh, and he holds out his hand. Oh, well, yeah. So takes mm -hmm. it. Yep. Pleasure. Likewise. Those were adorable. <laughs> oh, they're bigger than I thought. <laughs> um, I would have chosen four that are roughly the same size and shape um, and roughly the same color. So if I could find four that are roughly very similar, that's what I'm looking for. Perfect. You can easily do that. Okay. So are you heading back to your room now or where are you going if not? 
probably should organize our stuff a little bit better. We and should. then we can come back out if we want. I think that once we go in, we should stay in. You're no fun. I mean, let's go somewhere else first and then leave. Maybe we should go back and see what's happening at the party. <laughs> I don't think that I should just be out and about with some of the supplies that we have on hand. On on hand. <laughs> what are you talking about? Um, And I'm going to, like, flash. Flash you a fucking knuckle bone. Is that a human hand? I don't know what you're talking about. Both of you roll medicine checks. And eight. Twelve. Uh, yeah, you're both pretty sure these are human knuckle bones. I mean, right. at an eight, maybe it's not. I don't know. But like, yeah, that's fine. We mm -hmm. can go back to the end. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna make sure the entire time that we're not being tailed. Okay, perception check. And I'm just confidently walking. Like, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I can't even read that. Eighteen. There is nobody currently following you. However, at one point, as Zamir is just like <laughs> walking along, uh, you do see a very small child approach her, probably like, I don't know, four or five year old. And they go to pickpocket her and you just you immediately see them and you make eye contact. And the kid, the kid doesn't even have that like, oh, no, I got caught thing. He just sort of like. And walks away. He just gives you that, like, just oh, like you that caught sachet, me. Just like Yeah, just like, I wasn't doing anything. But you eventually make it back to your room uh, where you can start organizing some of your supplies. And that is where we are going to cut this episode. Welcome back. First and foremost, we have a winner for our giveaway. That's right. We have passed over 200 Twitter subscribers. Not only that, we shot north of 225. So first and foremost... Thank you all. We really hope that you're enjoying your experience with us and we cannot wait to get more involved with you. So reach out, contact us. Oh, I'm just, I'm uh, blown away. I really am speechless. So let's get into the giveaway. So our winner is... Heather! That's right, we have Heather. So if you can find her on Twitter at C-U-R-L-Y-Q-N-P-R, that's at C-U-R-L-Y-Q-N-P-R on Twitter. She's the local library director over at Avalon Public Library. And honestly, that's an awesome job to have, and libraries are far too underrated nowadays. So again, Avalon Public Library, here's why. If you're local to the Pittsburgh area, you should swing by the library because, spoiler alert, we hear they're getting ready to start a Dungeons & Dragons club. So, all y'all that haven't gotten to play yet and you're local to the Pittsburgh area, you should check that out. That sounds like it's going to be an awesome time. So, congrats, Heather. Thank you guys all for the 200-plus Twitter subscribers. Subscribers? No, that's not right. Followers. Right. Yes. Followers. So, thank you all again. We'll talk to you soon. And until next time, stay tuned. Intro music by Isaac Viers. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Photos by Rachel Bianchi. Special thanks to Kaylin Williamson. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.